Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the internet. Go check them out, HashtagBasketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Beautiful day, Michael. Another beautiful day. It um it is another good day because we are one day closer to the start of the NBA season and probably one day closer to everybody's drafts. So we are going to continue with our Who Do I Draft series, uh, which today we will be doing the number one overall pick. And, and me and Tyler might have to debate a little bit on who we're going to take number one overall but uh, what you don't have to debate, Tyler, this is excellent uh, segue, is whether or not you want to go to patreon.com slash watching the boxes because our ranks, our tiered and plateaus uh, are up there on patreon.com slash watching the boxes. If you subs- for free, not you don't even have to subscribe, but if you do subscribe, you will get the Who Do I Draft podcast early. You'll get exclusive content and you will get during the season, early access to the waiver wire draft, the hot and cold draft, uh, the waiver wire podcast, the hot and cold podcast, and all the other podcasts that we do, you will get early access to that during the season. Uh, also, if you want to join listener leagues, they are open, but there's only a few spots remaining. Patreon.com slash watching the boxes. So Tyler, who are you going to take number one overall with our first pick? Um, in a head-to-head nine cat, we're going to do the first six um, picks as we normally do. Maybe give you an extra pick there if you're lucky. I'm leaning towards James Harden, but I feel like there's only three answers here. I don't think there's any question about that, especially now that Anthony Davis sprained his thumb. Um, I think harder about Steph Curry than I would Anthony Davis. I mean, I think that's goes without saying. Uh, for me, I don't know. I'm a big Steph Curry fan. I think he's gonna have a great year, but I would probably take Harden. He was just so good last year and so much better than the field that it's hard to turn away from that, even with the addition of Russell Westbrook. I'm not gonna worry about like. Let's just get that out of the way. Westbrook. Who cares? James Harden's still gonna get his. He's still gonna be great. Maybe take a half a rebound off. Uh, maybe take a half of an assist off or so. But he played with Chris Paul. Chris Paul still got his. James Harden really got his. When he played with Chris Paul, uh, I'm really like zero percent worried about uh, Westbrook or Harden in this particular scenario. That's why I mean, I, the team yeah, is they- kind of built for those two guys to take a lot of the shots, and the other guys just kind of stand in the corner. Like no, they don't really have many other playmakers and and things like that. So, and I don't know that other than Capella, they don't really have another big rebounder that's going to like be in the in there fighting for rebounds. So. Yeah, I just feel good about you know those two kind of making all the plays and getting all the stats. Absolutely. So let's take Harden number one overall with our very first pick, and we are going to bounce down to our second round pick, which is in a 12-team league, is all the way down at pick 24 and 25. Uh, you're basically on the turn. Uh, you're just on the good turn, I, I would think. Uh, you got Harden already on your team. And you can still do anything you want to do with James Harden as your first pick. A lot of people probably already saying, all right, I'm going to pump blocks. 
uh, all right, you know, like, you know, obviously you're going to punt turnovers because it's a head-to-head league, but uh, I bet you there's some people out there already trying to punt blocks. Don't do that. James Harden's a very good shot blocker for a guard. Um, You could go in any direction here. I think you have to take another guard here, simply because guards dry up by the time you get to 48 and 49, which will be your fourth and fifth round picks. But I also think you need to take a big here as well. And you're kind of ending up in a really good spot because there's a decent chance a, a good guard or a good big will fall to you at 24. Let me read you, Tyler, the, the players that might be available here at 24 and 25. Nikola Vucevic, Miles Turner, Andre uh, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, Simmons. I actually have seen some people make the case for a Harden-Ben Simmons combo. And I kind of dug dug it, Tyler. I don't know if I I would um, suggest it to the average casual, I guess, player. But uh, Ben Simmons and Harden do fit pretty well. I feel like Harden's aggressive uh, free throw uh, volume and percentage kind of uh, out and good uh, three pointers kind of outweighs Simmons's uh, downsides. Um, so, so for me personally, I would go um, Ben Simmons and Devin Booker right here. And I still feel like you're really good in free throws, getting those three players. You're also pretty damn good in rebounds. You're, elite in assists you're really good in steals you're pretty darn good in blocks considering you don't have a big man and you are elite elite in points you are probably the top of the league um you got two guys that are gonna score like 27 and then you got another guy ben simmons gonna score like 18 19 but ben simmons is gonna get you those rebounds those steals those blocks um really help you there i feel like you're pretty good in the percentage both percentage categories for that matter um i just kind of really like that pairing and i feel like there's just both really good values on the board I completely agree with Devin Booker. I think doubling up on those points and getting another guard um, at this place is, is, is very, very good. Ben Simmons, like I said, very, very interesting. Uh, kind of, Harden kind of negates some of his weaknesses. Uh, but somebody who is very, very good across the board, if you're looking for more of a roto-type um, build, if you're not in a head-to-head league, Nikola Vujovic is hanging around right here and i i kind of like him uh as well great percentages and a really good rebounder along with a steel block and a three a game so like that's that's a very great across the board type player if you wanted to go like the complete basically the complete opposite of ben simmons um but yeah i think zero threes from ben simmons let's let's not pretend that uh he's gonna average a half a three a game this season let's he's not going to do that and then uh, a fairly high volume of bad free throw shooting. So, I, so if you work out the math, though, if you get Booker and Simmons and Harden, do you know what your free throw percentage is? I'm. I could actually do the math fairly, fairly quickly. If is eighty you have exactly eighty percent. That's pretty good. Yeah, because you're getting two elite guys, and you're sure you're getting one guy who's not good, but. You're you're still you're still pretty damn good in that category and beating pretty much everybody in the league, which is crazy, right? 
Um, so that's kind of why I like it in this particular build. It's just hard. It just has such a high volume. Um, and another guy who, who could potentially fall to you here, you know, like a Luka Doncic type. I mean, pairing Harden and Doncic is just uh, absolutely great pairing in the sense that, plus you're also pretty good in threes because Harden's going to get you like four a game, right? And you're going to get two and a half from Devin Booker. So you're still like, you know, six and a half, seven three-pointers with three guys, which is pretty damn strong considering someone has Drummond, someone has Jokic, someone has Anthony Davis, someone has Giannis. Like those guys all are going to shoot around one or none at all. So um, I feel like you're, you're pretty strong in, in a lot, a lot of categories, pretty much every category, and you have three players. Um, so take that And you're not, you're not really hurting in big man stats either here uh, because – Harden gets very, very good uh, rebounds, decent blocks. Uh, Simmons is getting you good rebounds. And even Booker is not terrible for a guard at rebounds. And as we're as we've been saying, guard sets are really hard to come by, uh, especially in the like 45 plus range. And big man stats are kind of easily more easily made up a bull. That's not a word, Tyler. Don't try to use that word. Um you can get those big man stats later in the draft. And we are going to have to all the, bounce all the way down uh, to pick 48 and 49. So after going Booker and Ben Simmons back-to-back, -back, we are here uh, right outside where I have my uh, tiers. So maybe some of the tiered guys have fallen to you. For some reason, it keeps me D'Angelo Russell falling a lot. So that'd be really cool if he fell to this spot. But I'm not going to give you that uh, that easy of a luxury, Tyler. Uh, I'm going to focus on the guys who are uh, around the 48-49 in Yahoo drafts. Um, and actually, strangely, there's no one ranked 48-49 because it um, it goes from 46 to 50. So another group uh, area where people don't really know what they're doing here. So you could see Clint Capella fall here. Robert Covington is someone I've been targeting because we're so good at points at this point. Robert Covington's uh, lack of points is is make up a bowl as well and he gets you everything else and he's like uh, if you're if you don't look at points robert covington is like a, a top 20 player basically i guess you got uh kevin love potentially lamarcus aldridge i'm not going to give you mike Connolly, tyler i know you want mike Connolly. you're not going to get him tobias harris eric bledsoe brooke lopez bam Adebayo. so tyler i we got to get a center here we got to get a big um and I'm leading Robert Covington as one of the as one of the picks as well. Who do you like? Um, two of the guys I like in this general range are just Tobias Harris and Kyle Lowry. I feel like those two are are being super underrated. And, you know, they're top fifty players, and obviously you're picking you know just inside that top fifty. So those are two guys I like. Um, I disagree that we have to get a big man. I think we're fine in in those stats and, and maybe we decide to punt blocks if we go with someone like tobias harris who's a you know kind of power forward who can get me seven rebounds and some assists and, and 20 points and some threes on good percentages um i don't think that you have to get a big man here i don't know that you ever have to get a player um there's more big men available later on i'm not worried about that um if i decide to pump blocks i can grab someone like enos Cantor, who's going to get me a barrel load of rebounds on good percentages um I don't know. I I kind of lean towards towards getting another elite scorer and Tobias Harris and getting some more elite assists um, with a guy like Kyle Lowry. That's just more my style. Plus, I feel like it bumps the threes back up to where we need them to be. It gives me 
good rebounds with one player, good assists with another. Uh, Kyle Lowry is going to get you pretty good steals, which will help. Um, yeah, and then the percentages just stay up, which I feel like in, in the build with James Harden, when he's got such good percentages, I kind of want to keep those percentages uh, fairly rock solid. Those are two um, obviously very, very good um, players. Uh, Kyle Lowry being underrated, Tobias Harris being underrated. I would definitely be totally fine with Tobias Harris. Kyle Lowry um, might be a little bit overkill on our assists, but assists are going to disappear right after Kyle Lowry. So I can completely see uh, choosing him here. I'm still going to lean Robert Covington, though. Um, I just think Robert Covington, due for a bounce-back year, um, if you go look at what Robert Covington did, and you're taking him here at either 48 or 49, I only know, I know he played only 35 games last season in in uh, Minnesota. Uh, all signs are pointing to him being completely healthy this season, but per game last season, small sample size, 18th overall. You're talking about a guy who's going to get you only 13 points, but two and a half threes. Five and a half rebounds, only 1.3 assists. So there's your, I guess, your caveat of going with Lowry over Robert Covington. Two full steals and 1.3 blocks per game. Uh, certainly shoots 43%, uh, 40, even maybe even 41%, but only on 10 shots per game. And then also doesn't take a lot of free throws and is, you know, around, probably around an 8% shooter. Didn't, well, shot 76% last year, but he's probably around an 80, 82% shooter overall for his career so like i'm not not too worried about that as well so i'm kind of leaving robert covington here but uh i think we have a lot of options here and i feel like that's what we've been seeing here in this uh kind of like 45 to 52 range is that there are a lot of options on board and you can kind of pick your way if you're really into bam out of bio you can go with him if you're really into Derek favors you can end up reaching down for him. But I think that's what I want to um, maybe stress the most here is that once you get to 45, feel free to reach down five, 10 spots. This is where, this is the beginning of the first plateau. And I feel like all these players, um, you want them to fit the build that you've already built. So um, I, you know, like I said, Robert Covington, we already got a lot of great scores. I think Robert Covington fits there, but also Tobias Harris fits, Kyle Lowry fits. Um, and I, I actually think uh, LaMarcus Aldridge fits here pretty well with his good um, percentages. So let's take Tobias from your side, and let's take Robert Covington from my side. And let's go all the way down to 72 and 73 here for our fifth and sixth picks. Um, this is uh, where it gets a little slim, but... You could have someone like Steven Adams fall to you. Shea Gilders Alexander is being drafted around here, but I, I feel like he's going to go a little bit earlier, so I'm not going to give you that one, Tyler. Um, Thomas Bryant, Hassan Whiteside, DeMontis Sabonis, Gordon Hayward, Marcus Soule, Wendell Carter Jr., Lonzo Ball, Montrezl Harrell, Ricky Rubio. Any of those names strike a fancy with you, Tyler? Not really. I don't really want many of those players you mentioned. Just... Um, I take Marcus All. I guess. You're gonna have to draft one of them. I hate to break it to you. Uh, no, not necessarily. I don't think. I think you know, there's some better value reaching down a little bit. Um, just personally, in my opinion, um, the guy I would probably go go. The probably guy I would probably go for the people you mentioned would be Marcus All. I just feel like he's being super underrated this year. We've seen him be very good and 
you know, that Raptors team's going to need scores. They're going to need guys that can play make a little bit. Marcus all good at both. Going to get you still the steals and blocks like he's always been good at. Um, the minutes might be a little more limited this year, which is why he's at 75 instead of in the top 30 like he's been. But, I mean, I feel like at 78, like, even playing, you know, 26, 28 minutes a game, like, how much worse can that than that can he be? Um, so I'll say, I'll mention that. Um, if you didn't go Kyle Lowry in the last pick, you could obviously go Rubio here, which is a guy I really like. Um, I'll mention Lou Williams is just another good scorer. Um, if I do want to try to get some blocks, uh, Jared Allen, I think, uh, eventually Brooklyn is going to give him the lion's share of those minutes and Jared Allen has proven he's a good shot blocker. And we've seen this with shot blockers in the past too. Like Jared Allen playing a 25 or 28 minute role might actually help the shot blocks in the sense that, you know, they might send him out there saying, yo, go ham and get as many blocks as you can. Cause we can just bring Deandre in and let him play. Um, if you get in foul trouble. And so we've seen, you know, block rates spike up a lot sometimes when big men play limited minutes. So I've been, I've been into picking Jared Allen um, quite a bit. So I'll mention that there too. Um, plus, I just feel like in most of my drafts, like one of these guys that's a little bit higher up falls down, whether that's a Josh Richardson or a Steven Adams or you know someone like that, that I can grab. Thomas Bryant fell to me um, at kind of this range in a, in a draft or two. I just feel like one of those guys probably falls down and that's, more who you're actually going to pick um if we're going strictly by the adp um i would go for marcus all and ricky rubio i think okay i like that marcus all definitely being v- way undervalued uh this season and even in uh limited minutes he's just a really good across the board big man i think if you went robert covington i don't want to go marcus all uh, just because of the the, the low points and, and low points, but if you went Tobias Harris and Kyle Lowry, I think Marcus Hill's a great pick here. Uh, Ricky Rubio is always going to be one of our picks. Uh, it seems here at the at the end of drafts. Um, if you want to go, maybe take a swing here. I would even look at Wendell Carter Jr. Um, I think Wendell Carter Jr. is set up for a very very good year. Getting him at seventy three is probably a really great spot. Um, if you went Robert Covington. You know, Lou Williams getting you that scoring built up. And I feel like we're going to go with um, Marcus Hull because I, I do like that Marcus Hull pick. And we'll go Ricky Rubio here as well. But uh, the point I think we're trying to make here is that, like, every single round, which in this case you're basically picking back-to-back, you should be adjusting your draft accordingly, looking at what you're strong in, looking at what you're weak in. We obviously – didn't really get a lot of good shot blockers. We're not bad at, bl- at blocking shots, so we've ign- but we've ignored them. So we're not going to be in the top four in shots blocked, but we probably are in the middle or at least ahead of like three or four other people. So you're going to win some of those weeks in blocks. You're, we're dominating everybody in steals. We got incredibly good points, incredibly good threes. Our rebounds are really, really good. They're not great, but they're very good, and they could easily be boosted up by someone here at the end of this draft, like Steven Adams, uh, throw in a Serge Ibaka in there for maybe your next picks as well. Um, and then, sis, if you went Kyle Lowry and Ricky Rubio, you're like killing everybody in sis. Uh, but you don't really have to go, you don't have to go overkill because you got James Harden, because we got Devin Booker, because we got Ben Simmons. Um, our sis are really, really great. And like I said, our steals are top of the line. So, like, this is a really, really good build, Tyler. I really. I really like this one uh, going Harden, Booker, Simmons, and then going 
Harris and Robert Covington kill him in the steals. And then going uh, Rubio and Marcus Gasol here to finish out the draft. Uh, Tyler, do you have, I guess, anything else about uh, James Harden that you might want to throw in there? James Harden is amazing. James Harden's going to do the one-legged three-pointer. I saw Buddy Heald making fun of it. Don't make fun of it, Buddy. He's going to hit it, and it's going to be funny. It's going to be incredible. He's going to hit one in Buddy Heald's eye, I assume, um, just for making fun of him. Tyler, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts. Find me at Watch the Boxes. Everybody, we really appreciate you guys uh, listening. And if you really like the show, please rate, review us wherever you download this podcast. Or if you really want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Got a lot of exclusive content there and listener leagues. We'll be back with the next Who Do I Draft real soon. <laughs>